Hey, hello, and welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and with me is Tyler. Tyler, what's up, my dude? Not much, my dude. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I had a fun time last night. Went out, did an escape room, and hung out with some new folks. And uh, we went out and we went to Isaac's, uh, got some sandwiches and, and some drinks. It was a good time. Nice. And then, That's good. Yeah. Then we played some Fortnite. I'll talk a little bit about Fortnite. Fortnite <laughs> is still happening. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, it was, it was generally a good time. Um, yeah. What, uh, what escape room did you do? Uh, it was some, I forget what it was called, but we were trying to catch some bank robbers. Yeah, okay. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know the name of that, that particular room, but yeah, it was, it was fun. They, did you uh, escape? Yeah, we escaped. It was nice. close though. There was, uh, I want to say three minutes remaining. So. Damn. Cutting it close, yeah. Yeah. Nice. I mean. I was kind of just dicking around the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we 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 uh we got like the last like three clues within a minute of <laughs> because we noticed, hey, whoa, it's under five minutes. Let's hurry up and get this shit done. <laughs> and uh, right, yeah. Because if you don't, you know, fucked yeah, up. You're just stuck in there. Yeah, um, you're stuck in there forever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was a good time. They're still working on the murder mystery room, so mm. that's that's another one we we're gonna try to do. Nice. Uh, but yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, just a lot of a lot of working, just kind of hanging out. Really, gotta go to Virginia tomorrow, nice and early. Be down mm. in Winchester, Virginia. Damn. So, got For me a nice. That could be a Zoom meeting. <laughs> yeah, kind of, but you know, we um, we need. I need uh, to get out to a lot of our job sites sometimes and see how things are going. Talk to people. It's all that good stuff. It's mm. fine. I like Winchester, but yeah, it's it's a two and a half hour hike down yeah. there. It's it probably won't be bad in the morning coming home. It'll probably suck, but yeah, you know it is what it is. Put on some podcasts, make it happen. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it uh, with this week's show, Tyler. I have a couple of video games to talk about. Um, I don't know about you. Uh, yeah, I have a few. Yeah. Okay. Well. Let's do it. I, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. So, trying to think of everything here. Um, I finished Kena in the Bridge of Spirits. Okay. Um, that game was very, very awesome. Um, and thoroughly enjoyed it until the end. Um, there were some really epic moments at the end. Um, incredibly, incredibly beautiful visuals. Um, it was, it was just, yeah, a a fantastic game. The final boss fight was one of those boss fights that was both fun, but also very frustrating at the same time. 
Um, it was fun because it felt super epic. The arena you're in is really cool. It, you know, it's one of those boss fights you get like a third of its health down, and then boom, now you're having to do something else um, until you can get to the next phase of the boss fight. Um, it was it was really good, but the problem was is that if you died, no matter where you were in that boss fight, you had to totally start over, and the boss was pretty tough. Uh, so yeah, if if you, you fucked up, you got you got a lot to redo basically. Um, and cutscenes to watch. It's one of those things. I'm like, uh, checkpoint isn't checkpointing isn't the greatest um, in this game sometimes, but most of the time it, it gets it right. Um, but and at the end too, you have to use your rot to rip certain things off the boss, and it was so hard to see the icon if you had it or not, like, was able to activate what you needed to do. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it was really good. Um, great ending. I uh, I highly recommend this game for for anyone, really. Um, it's it's such a good, good experience. Um, so many awesome little details that they get right. And um, yeah, I think this team, Ember Lab, they just, they have a lot of potential. Um, and... Yeah, looking forward to uh, to more from them. Cool. Yeah. I think it's a, their studio that I don't know if Sony should go out and buy them, but they should definitely like kind of keep them in their back pocket sort of thing and partner with them uh, more often because, yeah, they, I think they have a lot of potential. Um, then, um, trying to think what else. A uh, little bit of resistance to um, almost done God, with that game. Mm, okay, I, I, that's the thing. I, I'll play like two chapters and then I'll put it down for like two or three weeks. So it's really not that long of a game. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, I'm I'm well over halfway through it. So I'll have that done eventually. Um, and yeah, I think the only thing I really wanted to play Yakuza, I really wanted to play a Plague Tale, and I did not get a chance, unfortunately. Um, the only other thing that I did is I did start the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 campaign. Same here, man. Let's get into All it. All right. All right. Um, I've only played about, like, two hours. I'm still on that uh, sniper mission where you're clearing buildings while you have ghosts looking over you. Okay. I don't far? think I've I don't think I've done that mission. Um, the last mission I did... Damn, what was it? I think it was the one where you're kind of in like a residential neighborhood and you have to... Uh, oh, where you cross the border? <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. And you have to like hold up your gun to like get random civilians like out of your yes. way. <laughs> yes, de-escalate by yes. aiming your gun at people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how our cops are trained. I mean, obviously. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I'm pretty sure that was the last mission I did. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I um, I'm really liking it so far. I, I mean, it's a Call of Duty campaign. It's nice, fun, just an app, you know, popcorn action film. But I don't know for some reason it just it feels a lot more exciting gameplay wise to me than recent Call of Duty campaigns. And maybe I'm feeling extra good about this one because I just came off of Vanguard, which was super boring. Um, but yeah, there's some really cool, cool moments so far, and I really like. Um, <clears throat> I think one of my favorite missions was when you're kind of swimming around. Uh, oh yeah, wet work. 
yeah, that that was that was just fun overall. I really enjoyed that, and uh, it's kind of scary though how good looking this game is. Um, when you're going through like a like a house or something, and you know there's enemies around the corner, and uh, it just the level of detail is just stunning. The 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 level where you start off and there's you're in like a little town and there's like a little canal running through it, um, and you have to um, kind of silently take out some dudes and then help um, what's his name Soap out. Towards the end of the mission, I'm just like, this city is so good looking. This game's just unbelievable in terms of its graphical fidelity and the character models, the facial animations. Like, I just don't think, uh, like, Infinity Ward and really, I mean, Vanguard looked good, but it, it's not to this level. And I think they're using a new engine for this one. I can't remember, but, or all Call of Duty games are going to use the same engine. Maybe that's one thing enough. Um, but either way. Infinity Ward does not get enough credit for how good their games look. And this game's just on another fucking level right now to me, visually. So, yeah, what, what, do, you, what do you think of it? Well, Tyler, it might not surprise you uh, that I found some uh, distinct problems with uh, maybe the writing of this story. <laughs> um, that would not surprise me. They yeah. fall into a lot of the tropes, um, a lot of the, frankly, racist tropes about Iran and the Middle East. Um and that that alone like i mean that i kind of it's sad but i kind of expect it out of a uh, mainstream military shooters anymore is that they're going to do the things that oh yeah iran is definitely a threat even though they aren't um quite right. frankly yeah um yeah it's it's weird like the main enemy is a guy who is uh talking about american war crimes in the game where you do you do war crimes in the game. Um, it's right. Yeah. And just the way that it tries to portray, Hey, we're the good guys. We don't do this shit. When like, if you've ever paid attention to the news, like we have definitely done a lot of shit that we, sh we're obviously not proud of because I mean, if I had to guess the reason that kind of stuff isn't in this game is because they were, did some consulting with the U.S. military, and that was part of the agreement. Um, but yeah, like this game is like, hey, we don't, we at, we be we are careful with our air support, and we definitely don't kill any civilians at all. Um, because if you do in this game, it'll like it'll it's a mission failure if you kill civilians with air support, even though you know, quite obviously, we America has. Uh, done that quite a lot and should be ashamed of it but instead just you know brushes that under the under the rug sweeps it under the under the bed you know it's um yeah it's uh yeah they're they're they just keep doing the same thing over and over like yeah america the good guys we we don't do anything wrong and um it's you know at a certain point, I've, I've kind of become numb to it, and I can't pay attention to anything the game has to say. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I get where you're coming from, absolutely. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are coming to Call of Duty, though, for a crazy story that's going to have a lot of impact. Um, I don't know. That's not, ex you know, I'm not trying to make excuses for poor writing and things like that, but... You know, 
yeah, half the time. I, I don't even pay attention to what's going on most I of the time. I mean, sure, like, a lot of people don't pay attention to it, but, like, I, I almost can guarantee that there are some people out there who are like, oh, yeah, in this game we're killing Middle Eastern brown people and we're killing Mexican brown people. Hell, yeah. There are definitely a lot of those people out there. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm not and, denying you know, that. it was a choice that they decided to uh, write the game in this direction. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's something that I'm kind of sensitive to. Um, and it's just... Yeah. I. It's just frustrating that they... They seemingly don't have an idea other than... Uh, someone in the Middle East is the enemy. Uh, they have Russian support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those kind of unfortunate things of, like, the game is about, like, a, cart- a cartel, basically, yeah, that has Russian backing. It's like, well, unfortunately, you you just immediately, probably without even playing the game, know where that's probably going um, and what you're going to be doing. Oh, but there's it's a very, twist. Very there's, American mi- there, there's a twist. American missiles. Uh, Fuck. May- maybe they'll have something to say there. I really doubt it. I really doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but I agree with you tech-wise. This game is technically impressive. Like, they're... I, I cannot fault them for, you know, this game looks and plays pretty well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Part of me uh, does like so far, too, though, that the campaign's just... I don't know. It's just kind of straightforward. You're not trying to do... Not that Call of Duty campaigns have been deep or anything, but recently, you know, they've been trying, like, yeah, yeah, you can go do these side missions, or you have to find this to unlock this, and it's like... Most of the time, that's just not necessarily fun in a Call of Duty game. I think the only time I really enjoyed that was Infinite Warfare, which is a super underrated campaign to me. Um, But... Um, yeah, it's just straightforward. One mission to the next. Um, yeah, you know. I will say there is some open-endedness to the sniper mission I was talking about. Okay, interesting. Um, and maybe a small spoiler, but another thing that was kind of silly that I got to. So you remember back when uh, we were going after Bin Laden and there were all these fake images about how he has this huge underground bunker? Yes, I do remember that. They do that trope again. Oh, really? <laughs> Which is just... I I don't understand how you keep doing that. <laughs> like, it was so false. And we knew it was fake when they first did it uh, back, back in the early 2000s. Like, no. No one has this elaborate underground bunker. Like, they have not excavated a mountain. <laughs> um, but they got W... WMDs, man. <laughs> yeah, look at that on the weapon. Web, what are they? Weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Well. Yeah. In the bunker, just, man. It's just funny how they're like, pretty much rehashing everything from the early and mid two thousands. Yeah. Like, all all of it over and over again, and like, to me, that's getting old. Like, there's, video games are fiction. Like you can call it modern warfare. You can make shit up. Like. I mean, I, I I guess at this point we just don't care if we piss off these uh these countries that we're depicting in this way. 
like is is that is that just the stance that uh Activision Blizzard has has come with uh for Call of Duty? They just don't care that they piss off uh the quote unquote official enemy states of the United States. It, yeah, I I just don't I don't get it. Yeah, they probably don't. Especially right now, I mean, at least the uh, the Russian stuff angle. They probably don't give a shit about that, at least. Yeah, yeah but, like, it, this game definitely doesn't depict Mexico very, uh, very no. favorably at all. Right. Um, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, they in, need to in, go in talk ways, to... like, it, depict, it depicts other places in Europe as uh, not great either. Like, they're... They act like uh, Amsterdam is this crime hub. Yeah, right. Um, and later, later on, you go to Spain because apparently the cartel runs shit in Spain too. Oh, because hey, they speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just you know, some boneheaded stuff. You might have to play this game and turn your brain off. Yeah. Which is pretty much what I do. <clears throat> if you do that, yeah, I think you'll have a good time, at least. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, do you have anything more to talk about the campaign? No, or I don't. Um, just in general? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2. Because um, the last game was pretty good. So, looking forward to that. But I think that's that's it. That's all I got. Okay. Um, what, what, what you got? Yeah, uh, other than Call of Duty, it's really just been uh, Fortnite. I, I played some Fortnite last night, um, and it was good. We won our first match. We had a few second places. It was a good time. Uh, right now, they're running the Fortnightmares event. Uh, mm. Get some Halloween stuff. Get your Rick and Morty skins. Uh, I got my Ash from uh, the Evil Dead. I got a Nash skin. Oh, nice! Yeah, that's cool. That, that's that's cool. Um, yeah, it's they, they've changed some things on the map. There are areas on the map where uh, zombies and zombie chickens spawn in, uh, and you you have to you know contend with that on top of uh, everything else going on in the game. Uh, yeah, just you know, it's Fortnite. It's really good. Is, Anyone is, doubting should go play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a doubter, and now I'm not. But, um, so is this event like I don't know? Do they tie it into the battle pass at all, or is it just like here's here's a bunch of shit you can unlock if you do this event? Like, how how are you unlocking stuff? I guess. Um. So, uh, with this event came a separate set of challenges. Okay. Uh, and those challenges uh, work you towards unlocking all the stuff associated with the event. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But Ash was a V-Buck purchase. I, I went to the V-Buck shop, I bought, I bought Ash, and uh, I got that chainsaw uh, mining tool. I got, I got some, I got an emote. It's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. Uh, um, but yeah, that's, that's it for games I've been playing. Um, I want to get back into some stuff, but it's, it's just been so busy at work. I've been working a lot um, because, you know, I kind of 
and working overtime so I can maybe get a down payment on the house. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the news. Tyler. Let's do it. Are you excited for a remake of uh, The Witcher, the first Witcher game? I am cautiously excited. Um, just because, uh, yeah, CD Projekt, they just got to prove that they can launch a game again. Um, I think they proved that they they will fix it in the case of Cyberpunk 2077. So cautiously excited, but I think this is cool. Um I, you know, I never played The Witcher, the first one, but even just seeing images and gameplay of it, it looks just super old. Um, I mean, it's, even it's though a it's from video game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even though it's from that era, it just seems super old. And um, you know, just seeing where they they ended up with The Witcher three, I think it. This is a game that probably seems <clears throat> it does seem very worthy of a remake. Um, so why not? Um, in Unreal Engine 5, that's really cool. Um, you know, Unreal Engine 5 looks fucking awesome. I'm excited to see way, way more games with Unreal Engine 5. So, um, yeah, why not? Um, <clears throat> yeah, a remake of the first one plus a new new game in the Witcher universe. Let's do it. So I, this is the game that they said was being developed by... An external developer. Um, so I guess CD Projekt is kind of co-developing this in a way. They're using, they're developing with a developer called Fool's Theory, who I do not know. Oh, Google them. Yeah, do I, I don't know them either. I'm going to go look at their Twitter. What have they made? Um, seems, uh, oh God, they have a website. What have they worked on? Projects. S- Oh, they've worked on... Okay. They've worked on yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2. Outriders. Yeah, it seems like they were maybe a support team. I don't know what this Game 7 is. Probably a mobile game. Mm. I'll look this up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, it doesn't look like they've put anything out themselves. Um, at least nothing big that that we know of um but yeah i mean i'm i'm excited for to to go back and see at least a story of the first witcher game um i don't have any personal experience with the game um it's yeah it's kind of a blind spot in in my gaming history (laughs) yeah it makes me wonder um if if this is successful, they'll remake the second one at all. Um, you know, that one's a lot easier to play. I think you can play it on 360 and PC and stuff, but, you know, it's in that era, I'm sure. Um, they can probably do a lot with it. Um, makes me wonder if they'll ever get to that at some point. But, um, yeah, it's totally rebuilding this from the ground up, they said, too. So Yeah. Looking forward to it. CD Projekt Red's got a ton of shit in development. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, bounce around here real quick. Um, let's see. We got... Uh, talk about another 
Let's talk about Naughty Dog here. They've got an unannounced game that they're working on. They're building a new studio for this unannounced game. Um, what What is it? I don't know. Are they going to make a new IP? I doubt it. I think they're going to go back to Uncharted. Yeah. I, um, yeah, so this is a new studio that Sony's making that Naughty Dog's going to work with. Yeah. Which I agree with you. I think it's going to be Uncharted as well. Are they and, going to remake Uncharted again? Or, uh, well, or is their next remake going to be the Uncharted series? Are they going to remake those games? <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I could see that, unfortunately. I could see an Uncharted 1 remake. Um, I think that would be a bummer, because I think that game is still totally fine to play in the, the collection. It came out on PS4. It doesn't play as well as 2, 3, or 4, but it's still totally fine. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about the, the publisher that just remade The Last of Us, which completely played fine still. Um, so... I do think it's Uncharted, though. I think, you know, there were uh, reports, I think it was last year, um, that Jason Schreier did of, you know, a team that, I think it was Sony San Diego, had a team that was working on Uncharted, but then that just doesn't seem to have come to fruition at all. And uh, maybe, maybe that's what this team is set up to do, to be more... Um, focused on that but yeah i mean if they're working with naughty dog to me it has to be uncharted i just don't see it being the last of us i think it's a little too much especially when naughty dog's developing a multiplayer game in the last of us universe it doesn't make sense um and yeah so yeah it's basically this is in collaboration with the playstation studio visual arts which is a team that just helps a bunch of different Sony Studios on a lot of different things like motion capture, things like that. So, and that's that report from Jason Schreier, if I remember correctly, talked about that studio or that team. So, yeah, and I think Sony wants more Uncharted. Why would you? Yeah, I, and I think why would you not want a, more Uncharted if you were right. Sony at least? Yeah. Um, I could go for another Uncharted game. When four came out, I was like. I feel good about this. Let's not do another one. But at this point, why not? It's it's been long enough. I'll take a ten hour uncharted game. They're they're fun enough. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I think Uncharted has run its course, and we need to let go. <laughs> I think they need to fucking develop something new. I know new IP is difficult. I know it's risky. But holy fuck. We don't need Uncharted to span all, like, it's... The story's done. They left it off. The story's done. We don't need more. Stop trying to revive it. It's in a good place. It is, yeah. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you on that at all. Uh, I'm, I could go either way. I mean, I, I could go for more Uncharted, um, but if they never made it again, I wouldn't be upset about it. I am with you on new IP from Sony. 
However, just seeing how Sony is acting recently, it unfortunately just, I don't know, it seems like they're more invested in franchises, universes, connecting things with film and TV, you know, connecting that to the games, or at least leveraging those IPs in that way, and I mean, we're talking about the the publisher that's going to remake Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know? It's shameful, like, it's cowardly, I don't approve. Yeah. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I just feel like they're not... They just don't seem to be as into new IP right now, and that's uh, upsetting. So, that that's why I think it's Uncharted, to be honest with you. I think by the time it comes out, too, I mean, maybe we're looking at 10 years since Uncharted 4. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I will say this, though. I would love to be surprised in it not be an Uncharted game, but working with Naughty Dog, I just, I just feel like, you know, Sony probably looks at Naughty Dog's IPs as some of their biggest and best and they want more out of them but naughty dog you know they're not necessarily a machine that's going to crank these games out all the time they probably want to use those ip more um so why not set up another studio to work with them right it's probably what yeah i mean i'm i'm not saying this doesn't make sense i'm just saying it's boring to me personally mm-hmm. yeah if it's uncharted, it's boring. Yes, I can. I can understand that. Things that will not bore me ever is the prospect of new Digimon games. It's time to release the digital monsters. Um. But yeah, uh, they they're, they're going to release uh, Digimon World Next Order on Switch and Steam next year, February twenty second. There's more on the way. Um, that game's an old 2016 game, but yes, they're, they've teased that they're going to work on more, more Digimon, and that that makes me happy personally. I need more Digimon in my life. I mean, I I could just go back and play the old games, but man, I I, I just I just need to get back in. I need to dip back <laughs> in. So what is this new game? Like what type of game? Oh, it's a JRPG. Yeah, is it a Pokemon-like game, I guess? So, hmm. Digimon World Next Order. I played it when it came out on PlayStation 4. It is... Um, it is hearkening back to the original Digimon World game, which was kind of a game where you raised your monster kind of like a Tomagotchi. Uh, but, like, you're basically raising one monster and, you know, training it, and it goes through its life cycle, and then, like... So it will digivolve, and then eventually it will die and leave an egg, and then you have to raise it again and train it again. It's it's kind of that cycle of game. It's a very old design. Um, and... It's not for everyone, but yeah, if if you're itching for what that original Digimon World game was, 
this is going to scratch that itch. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Do they still make the, like, cartoon? Yes, they do. Okay. Uh, the la- Unfortunately, the latest season of Digimon is so terrible that I won't even watch it. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. That's saying um, something. Yeah. It's bad. But they do occasionally make some good movies. Um, so, yeah. It's just, I, I need it to come back. I, I just, hmm. Some people hold on to their childhood things, like, uh, like the Ninja Turtles. Digimon is my Ninja Turtles, except I understand why other people don't get it. Uh, whereas Ninja Turtles people are like, you don't like the Ninja Turtles? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, you don't like Digimon? Okay, that you just you you missed out on it. It's fine. You don't have to get into it. Yeah, uh, that is a great analogy there. That is definitely Ninja Turtles people, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Fucking turtle people. Blech. 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 Turtles. Blech. Um. Alright, let's talk about another release date we know of. Uh, Will Long Fallen Dynasty. Um, it's coming out. March 3rd. You know, the first quarter of next year is looking pretty packed already. <laughs> yeah, the whole year just looks... Yeah. Like it could be... Crazy, but yeah, the whole first first half is pretty nuts. Yeah, if I buy a house, I might not have money for video games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, goddamn. But yeah, I mean, this game showed very well. Uh, I I dig what it's going for, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Good, good it, to know when it's coming out. Yeah, the gameplay looks cool, for sure. I think, I mean, it looks like it's, so like a Souls like game i mean it's from the uh was it the director of bloodborne i think is on this game so uh yeah but it it does look good if you're into that sort of stuff i might check it out because it's going to be on game pass when it launches um we'll see yeah all right uh let's see let's talk about dragon age dreadwolf um put this in here apparently that apparently they've got an alpha version of this video game which could yeah. mean literally anything to be honest it could alpha beta you know they definitely don't they uh, at least a beta for sure a lot of times you know unfortunately it's used as more of a, a demo but i think the biggest thing here is they're saying that the game is playable from start to finish okay. um and that they're in in the alpha stage um so to me i would think that means it's a good chance the game's out next year maybe maybe late 2023 um if not i I would say first quarter 2024 for sure but yeah like get some dragon age sooner rather than later maybe i i would hope we at least see it next year for sure i mean and see it i'm not talking these ridiculous like um, teases that we've been getting for years and years and years at this point. You know, I want to yeah. we'll see what this gameplay is actually like and what this game is. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just good to get a kind of an update on it because it's been in development for so long. But I just hope we'll see. I just hope that they don't 
try to do any any sort of like multiplayer thing, any sort of hey, connect this to an app on your phone thing. Just make a fucking video game. We don't need all this other shit attached to it. I agree. Absolutely. I need just a nice 30-hour adventure. Good characters, good writing, fun combat. Let's find out cool what the fuck, uh, Solus is up to. Exactly. That's all I need, and I hope that's what they make. Um, I'm, I'm with you. All right. Uh, other games in development that, you know, maybe things aren't going so well. Callista Protocol. Um, the people working on this game are getting fucking put through the grinder, and, um, well, at least Glenn Schofield is, uh, you know, maybe taking some responsibility for it. What that actually looks like, how he pays these people back for, uh, you know, working way too many hours, um, is, is, uh, that remains to be seen, but, like, at least he's, like, publicly coming out here and being like, uh, hey, my bad, we shouldn't have, uh, you know, made people work six to seven days a week. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he didn't look very good when he came out um, and said, you know, what he said. Um, and I understand that making video games is hard, and if you're passionate about it, maybe maybe that's fine to you. Um, but, you know, it, it's just the, the thought of, like, your boss is doing that, so maybe I should too, even though I don't really want to. Or maybe he's not directly forcing me to, but I don't want to look bad. and Those sort of things. And yeah, he came out and apologized for it, said it won't happen again, but we'll see. Yeah, sure. sure. You can apologize for it, say it's not going to happen again, but we see over and over in this industry, it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I mean, offer your workers something... You know that they can have right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm hopefully they'll get a lot of time off. I don't know, nice fat bonus or something. I'm not sure, but still, um, you know, sometimes even those things are not worth killing yourself over. Um, and yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's a tricky thing. For sure. I, I don't think it's something that's going to go away, but I just don't think it should be glorified, I guess. Like he was glorifying it. Yeah. You know who else is taking a break? The co-founders of Rocksteady. Um. <laughs> taking a break? They haven't put out anything in eight fucking years. What are they doing? Lazy devs? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> makes me wonder what that Suicide Squad game looks like. <laughs> Um, well, I hope it's better than Gotham Knights. Have you seen that dude, shit? I didn't want to bring it up. I don't like. I I was never really interested in that game, so dunking on it kind of feels wrong because I was never <laughs> going to really play it. Um, but Tyler, you you seem to show some interest at at some point. Yeah, no, I was. Um, because of a few things, I like Batman games. I really, really liked Batman Arkham Origins that WB Montreal did previously, a long time ago at this point, but it was an awesome game, and I liked the concept of uh, Batman being dead and you playing these other uh, characters, um, but dude, 
Yeah, watching some gameplay of that and some reviews. Oh my god, it just seems awful. And then seeing these, you know, I hate being one of those guys, but seeing screenshots, people have been putting screenshots side by side of Gotham Knights and Arkham Knight from 2015, and it is like night and day. And Arkham Knight's seven years old at this point. <laughs> it's like, yeah, wow. Not um, yeah, performance doesn't seem good. The RPG aspects don't seem good. It's it bummed me out honestly because I, I was looking forward to that game in in ways. I mean, I wasn't looking forward to it in that like it's my most anticipated game. It's going to be game of the year. Oh my gosh! I just kind of wanted a fun, you know, superhero beat 'em up in a in the Batman universe that um, seemed like it could be cool, but man. They really fumbled the ball on that one, unfortunately, and makes me wonder about the future of WB Montreal, unfortunately, because that game took so fucking long to make. Um, but that's beside the point. I I, uh, I do have way more confidence in Suicide Squad than <laughs> Gotham Knights. Um, Rocksteady, they might have taken a long time to make this game, but they do make good games, so I'm, I'm hoping it works out. Um, and I think the co-founders and, and the, you know, the heads of the studio leaving, of course, it's not the greatest when they're probably coming down the, the stretch to finish this game since it's be out in, in spring, but I'm sure the bulk of the work is done at this point and, you know, it's a lot of polish and tweaking and all that stuff at this point, I would, I would think, um, but I'm curious, I'm curious what they'll do next, I guess. Alright, other messy things happening at Video Game Studios. Um, the writer of Disco Elite, one of the writers, the lead writer, lead game designer, Robert Kurvitz, is suing Zaum um, over, you know, I, I we, we honestly don't know what this is about, but, you know, they made Disco Elysium. He wrote and designed Disco Elysium. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this is about, but hey, it's not good to be you know sued by a former employee. Maybe he's suing like the terms of his, him being uh, terminated. It, there's a lot of things it could be. Maybe he's suing for the rights to Disco Elysium. Maybe there was something in the contract about uh, writing that game. Um, maybe Zaum doesn't own that. Who, who, who could say? That's the best possibility because it doesn't sound like uh, they're interested in making a follow-up to Disco Elysium. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really know details, but the way that they were forced out seemed pretty ugly. And unfortunately, I just feel like something like this was probably bound to happen with the way it all went down. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. In an ideal world for me, he gets the rights to Disco Elysium, and uh, he, you know, regroups with the other people who were fired and, you know, just make another <laughs> Disco Elysium. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because that would fucking rule. Um, you know, taking your IP away from a corporation and, uh, you know, <laughs> using it. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. I like it. Uh, I also kind of like, uh, 
what Bethesda is doing here. Well, you know, Microsoft Bethesda. Um, there's going to be a Fallout 4 Anniversary Edition. Um, which is going to be kind of like the Skyrim Anniversary Edition, in which it will incorporate some Creation Club content, run it at a higher frame rate, have a, have a 4K quality mode. You know. Fallout 4, I think, was pretty... I liked a lot of Fallout 4. Maybe the base building stuff wasn't entirely for me, but I, I enjoyed Fallout 4. Yeah, I did too. Uh, it, I, uh, It's one of those games, though, unfortunately, when, when I finished it, I just never picked it back up again. But I've always had interest because I never played any of the DLC, uh, especially the two big oh, expansions. Yeah, and that's why I've heard that Far Harbor and um, was it Nuka World are really good. Um, so, if there's a way that my save can transfer over, uh, oh yeah, I might, I might check this out because I also feel like Fallout Four running on next gen hardware would be fucking awesome. That game absolutely needs it. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, I feel like it ran fine, but there were times where it just totally chugged and um you know it's it's a bethesda game so technically might not be a shining star but um yeah an update to that game would be fucking sweet yeah so if my save transfers over i I could be totally down for this good fallout 4 introduced a lot of things that i i I really like uh like all the customization stuff um like your weapon customization the power Mm -hmm. customization like all all that stuff i've I found uh, very good about Fallout 4, and I, I anticipate like any follow-ups, including that, like especially Starfield. I kind of expect that kind of stuff out of Starfield. Oh yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Depending on the price, of course, I would almost be willing to pay for this if my save transfers over. Like, yeah. but if my save doesn't transfer over, and they're asking for sixty dollars for this. Ah, I don't know. I might just suck it out and play the PS4 version I still have. Yeah, and I wonder... I don't think the Skyrim Anniversary Edition is on Game Pass. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Yeah. I, I wonder if they'll ever come... Like, these Anniversary Editions ever come to uh, Game Pass. Because that's the way you want to play these games. Yeah. Because they're doing something with the 25th Anniversary of Fallout... Um, I honestly thought that they wouldn't really do anything. I think it would actually be, while Fallout 4, it's awesome what they're doing here, but Fallout 3 or New Vegas, or both, that would be sweet. Oh, to get like a remaster of those games ooh. for modern hardware. Uh, like they don't even, they don't have to remake it, just, you know, make it run better, perf- you know, perform better, up the visuals. Um, that's, you know, include DLC, all that good stuff. That'd be awesome if they did those two games, but it doesn't seem like they want to do that. No. All right. Did you see, though, last Fallout thing, that Amazon put out a screenshot of the Fallout TV show? I don't want to talk about the Fallout (laughs) TV show. I mean, there's not much there, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We're talking about the company... That today just ordered an eight-episode sausage party t- 
TV series about the movie Sausage Party. Who in the flying fuck was asking for more of that? Some executive no one. immature son. That's that's. Who oh my god! What the fuck? Oh god. Okay. Let's um. <laughs> things that we can actually look forward to. The PlayStation Plus games for November. Um. It's looking <coughs> like we got Neo Two. And uh, what else do we have here? Lake the hmm, Lego Harry Potter collection. Okay. Uh, and Heavenly Bodies. Um, we're going to get uh, more announcements later, th- later this month about the um, premium catalog of you know the classic games that they're going to add. Um, but yeah, Neo Two, really good get there. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know Heavenly Bodies, but PlayStation Blog says, discover the ever-changing nuances of weightless motion in this challenging physics game featuring a collection of stellar scenarios. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's your jam. Go for it. Yeah. But Lego Uh, Harry Potter just seems very fucking random. It just right. almost feels like they had another game and it fell through or some shit. And they're like, ah, what can we get? Lego Harry Potter, go for it. Yeah, sure. <coughs> um, let's talk about the uh, best-selling games of September. I feel like we did this already. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't think we did September. Okay. All right, well, I'll get us started here at 20 with Dragon Ball you know Z what? Kakarot. I think you're right, actually. Uh, 19, MLB The Show 22. 18, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 17, Call of Duty Vanguard. 16, Horizon 2 Forbidden West. 15, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. 14, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 13, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. 12, Marvel Spider-Man. And at number 11 is Minecraft. Number 10, Mario Kart 8. Number 9, Elden Ring. 8, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. 7, Saints Row. 6, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Cowabunga Collection. 5, The Last of Us Part 1. 4, Splatoon 3. 3, NBA 2K23. 2, Madden NFL 23. And number 1 is FIFA 23. Yeah, the sports games. Hell yeah. I'm surprised that uh, FIFA in America has, has gotten past it. Madden, but you know. Yeah, that that is surprising. I mean, Madden did launch last month, so that's probably part of it. But yeah, that that is surprising overall. Um, four point one billion dollars in this month, four percent down over last year. Um, overall content spending was down seven percent. Um, Elden Ring still the best selling game of the year. No surprise there. Um. And yeah, um, I think PS5 was best-selling console still. Okay. So. Yeah, hardware is becoming more available. Uh, yeah. Bit. Which you know Both. maybe approaching the holiday season. Hey, <laughs> we'll take right. what wins we can get. Yeah, I mean, Sony said they're manufacturing 30 million PlayStation 5, so. Uh, I feel like at that point, if you want one, there's kind of no excuse at that point. 
is yeah, probably I've, I've going to be a lot easier. A lot of uh, stock coming in. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it only took like three years, but yeah, finally getting there. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, you want to dunk on Meta? I'll let <laughs> you do that. I just think some of this is just absolutely wild. So not necessarily PlayStation related, but everyone wants to get in on the metaverse as the future. And uh, I'm we curious where it'll about it. go. Tyler, hold on, hold up, hold up. We didn't even talk about it. Did we talk about the fake legs? No, I don't think we have. Oh my god! So they put out a video uh, a couple weeks back uh, where they've finally incorporated legs in VR, and it turns out that was a fake. Like they edited that shit in. That's not how it actually works. Uh, oh, so meta the metaverse has fake legs. Oh, great! <laughs> That's just awesome. Yeah, go on. Um. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious where it goes because it lost $9.4 billion in the last year. Holy fuck. I mean, I know Facebook's just rolling in cash, but I don't know if that's sustainable. Um, yeah, they're uh, overall, I guess they call it Reality Labs, the division of the company, um, which does VR and XR stuff, lost $3.7 billion, but... Uh, that was just for the quarter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, yeah, they've just, they've lost a ton of money. Um, they've made $29 billion, which is down 4%, but what they're doing with Metaverse only made $285 million, which is such a tiny, tiny portion of, of that. Um, you know, they're making the bulk of their money through apps and stuff like that on Facebook, um, at least with this stuff. So, wowee, wowee. Uh, yeah. You know, they're they're really betting on the metaverse, VR, all that stuff taking off. Maybe it still will. I'm not going to say it's not. Um, but, dude, that's just a lot of money to lose. And it just, I don't know. I look at the metaverse and all that stuff, and I just, I just think it's silly. Like... Why yeah, I wish would you I want would, to get in on that? I, I, I wish I could lose $29 billion, or I could lose $9 billion over over a year or whatever, um, and, you know, keep my job, but I'm not Mark Zuckerberg. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I know some of these bigger companies out there, like a... Amazon, Netflix, you know, before they made money, they lost money for a while, but they were growing and, and all that other stuff. And it just doesn't seem like this is really catching I, I on at all. I don't think they're growing with a $1,500 MetaQuest Pro. I don't think that's no. going to cause the growth that you're looking for. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. Yeah, that that is a lot of money for a VR headset. Absolutely. And yeah, their stock dropped 19%. I don't know. I'm curious. The the only thing that interests me about the metaverse is just where it goes, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's just fucking crazy. $9.4 billion. Yeah. Yeah. God. Well, I'll never have even a billion dollars to spend. 
I wish I did. If I had a billion dollars, yeah. man, God, I could yeah, solve so many problems. I know. You could solve a lot of problems and be set for life, pretty much. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, it's just ridiculous how big some of this shit is. Yeah, I know. Definitely. What'd it's you, all uh, gonna come falling down. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you got anything you, else? Yeah, do you uh, watch the uh, US GP? Um, so, because of my work schedule, I wasn't able to catch all of it. I watched some of it before I left for work. Um, I went back and looked at the highlights, and Fernando Alonso is fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. That, that's the conclusion I'll, dr- I'll draw from that fucking, yeah. <laughs> Alonzo's fucking cool. Yeah, he is. He's a boss. It's really, really unfortunate what came afterwards with his 30-second penalty. Um, should the team have gotten a penalty? Probably, but, like, why can't you do this shit during the race? Yeah. It's uh, really frustrating uh, as a fan. Because I just feel like this keeps happening over and over again. Um, where, yeah, and apparently it was the stewards that wanted to give him a penalty and the race director didn't. And they're at odds. And it's just like, what is going on with race direction? It just seems crazy. And for him to get a 10-second stop go, which equates to a 30-second penalty, and it just doesn't seem right when you have... Um, Sure, it's a lap one incident, but George Russell taking out Carlos Sainz and only gets a five-second penalty. Something just doesn't seem right about that to me. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's it sucks because his drive after that accident, which could have been absolutely horrific. Yeah. Uh, his drive back was just epic. And, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. There was a second there where I I thought that maybe Lewis Hamilton might get a win this year. Yeah, I I thought it was going to happen for sure. Um, but yeah, I read Bulls just too much. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, Mercedes, they, they just don't have like the straight line speed that they used to for sure. And that's kind of hard to defend against. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of wild just because Lewis was in Max's shoes for so long where he had the dominant car and was chasing dudes down at the end. Um, but yeah, now it's shoes on the other foot, I guess. Yeah. But, I don't know. I feel like Mercedes is our only hope for a competitive season at the top <laughs> next year. <laughs> yeah, well, even if Ferrari gets their car together, like, there needs to be some changes in, you know, and the people making decisions, strategy-wise. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. It was an entertaining race overall, though, but I think one of the better ones of the, the season, mostly just because there was a lot, of, a lot of drama. You know, when... I mean, it, it even when, you know, Mercedes was on top, whenever Lewis had, like, a bad pit stop or something, it's like all of a sudden the race just... You know, not every race, but the race just kind of can come alive. And... You know, now now it's in that situation where it's like, oh, my God, Red Bull, who usually have, like, the fast pit stops, get an 11-second pit stop and, you know, yeah. led to some interesting action. Last thing I'll say, though, fucking 
I was, we got to see some good action, but I was so sad about Sebastian Vettel's pit stop at the end of the race. Yeah. Um, he was fucking crushing it. And yeah, they had a slow pit stop and his drive, that last lap battle with Kevin Magnuson was so fucking good. One of the best things of the season, I feel like. Um, it always just amazes me watching any any dry, uh, racing series, but especially Formula One, with how much just grip they have. And when they're going around the last set of corners, side-by-side Vettel and Magnuson, and uh, the F1 YouTube channel is a great onboard. And, and halfway through the corner, like Vettel's car starts to snap because he's given it so much. And, and the way that they can just correct those cars in just a snap of the fingers is just amazing to me. Because I feel like 99.999% of people would just lose that car. Yeah. It's just amazing to watch the, the talent of, of these drivers and the cars and everything. It's so good. Yeah, on to Mexico. Yep. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. Oh, oh, Perez says well there. Like he, yeah. he needs to. He probably doesn't need to, but I'd like to see him win. Oh, I would. I, that's who I'm pulling for. I would absolutely love to see him win this race. That would be sweet. Mexico's like atmosphere is really good. Uh, the race can sometimes be a little boring. Um, the start is usually really exciting because it's one of the longest runs down to turn one and usually a lot of chaos at the start. But, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just hoping for entertainment at this point. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it. Uh, we'll be back next time. Uh, probably have completed the Call of Duty campaign and uh, maybe got some multiplayer in. Um yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And then wait, is is God of when is what day is God of War? November ninth, so Okay, so a couple weeks from now. Yeah. We're in it, man. Yeah. We're gonna be we're, playing we'll some be really close. new video games. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Alright. Well, all of you out there, you know what to do. Give us ratings, review, share us with your friends. And as always, until next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Oh, shit.